This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. Welcome back after we took a break during Lent. You're listening to episode 87. We were made for relationship, but so often our relationships are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we are broken too. One of our deepest human desires is to be known, but we often have lost ourselves along the way. This is a podcast to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. As someone who's an introvert and not always inclined to be super present in public ways, taking time off of the podcast and sometimes even social media is a must for me. It's all a bit loud to me, if I'm honest. So thank you for hanging in there while I took time off during Lent. I didn't get as much rest or reflection during this season, but I did get to quiet my mind a little bit more than I normally do. So again, thank you. One thing I got to be a part of during this season was inaugural mental health and the church conference held in New Orleans. I had the honor and privilege of getting to be a breakout speaker on one of my favorite topics, you know it, boundaries. But I also got the honor to sit under some brilliant therapists, psychologists, spiritual directors, pastors, and friends during the weekend. I'll have more reflections from this conference here, I'm sure, in the future, but I couldn't stop thinking about this one thing and knew I wanted to share it with you on our first Monday back. Lately, I've been incorporating more inner child work into my therapy practice, helping clients learn how to love on and nurture and protect the child within them that has old wounds. To provide that child what he or she may or may not have had growing up. To treat oneself like he or she would treat themselves as a child. Finding compassion and empathy, strength and resilience. It's honestly some of the most powerful work. I never see someone untouched by an intervention like that. It's why it's a hot topic in the field of psychology and counseling right now, because it's effective and meaningful to clients. But one of the speakers at the conference talked about this concept in a way I hadn't thought about before, if I'm honest, and that's to treat others as if you see the inner child in them, too. I recently spent some time with some of my extended family, people I don't see often because I don't live close to them. Really, these are my family of origin, if we're getting technical, but I still, I don't get to see them often. I got to spend some time with them. We were sitting there listening to a sermon on Easter Sunday, and I loved how the pastor brought to our attention more of Jesus' humanity in it, how Jesus felt, what he needed, how his people betrayed him and hurt him in the process leading up to the cross and even after. How in the garden, he just needed his closest friends to be with him, and they kept falling asleep. For some reason, as he's saying this, I looked at my brother, who was sitting a row in front of us. I watched him nod his head, which is a big deal for him. He's not one to nod his head in agreement unless he really agrees. 
And when he nodded his head, I felt a lump in my throat as I thought about him as a little boy. One of the cutest little boys I'd ever seen. He had white blonde hair for years, always cut in a chili bowl haircut. And I loved that little boy. No matter how often we got on each other's nerves, I loved him. And I looked at my brother, who's a man now, and I thought, I see you. I see that you still need people, that you still need that love, as you nod your head at the fact that Jesus needed his close people too. I saw the little boy in him and had so much compassion that a lump formed in my throat. Of course, seeing the inner child in someone will be easier if you actually knew and loved that person when they were a child. It's much harder with others, especially if the person drives you crazy or is unkind. Maybe they're narcissistic or manipulative. If the person isn't someone you enjoy being around or maybe has hurt you deeply, it's when a person is acting out or acting in unhealthy, unkind ways that it's hardest to see their inner child in them. Seeing the inner child in another person doesn't mean you won't get annoyed or angry or hurt. I feel these things toward my own children all the time. It also doesn't mean you have to agree with their words or actions. A lot of times you won't. It doesn't mean seeing them as inferior like many adults do with children, and it doesn't mean parenting them and trying to control what they do. It doesn't mean ignoring or enabling their behavior either, and it definitely doesn't mean we rush in to rescue them so they'll need us. Nope, that's not what I mean. What it does mean is that you intentionally move toward their emotions and deeper longings, expressed or not. Not ignoring surface behavior, but seeing past it to what really could be going on underneath. It's seeing the longing for connection, attention, and belonging underneath the attention-seeking behaviors. It's seeing the fear insecurity, and discomfort underneath the defensiveness and walls and other protective behaviors. It's recognizing that underneath all the tough exteriors and need for control and tendency to withdraw is a person who once was a child with a longing for safety, security, relationship, and love. It's a child longing to be seen and valued. We don't want to assume, though, we know what's underneath it all. So be careful with this. It's more of a posture toward them than an assumption. We have them all figured out, especially if we haven't even taken the time to get to know them. It's a leaning toward instead of away. It's a listening instead of jumping in to speak. Now, if the person has hurt you enough and needs to be kept at a distance, it's a posture now of your heart, a choosing to maintain boundaries while also knowing there is a human being there who's hurt in their lives too, that there is a child underneath all of it. We can get so lost in the surface, quote unquote, bad behaviors that we neglect to see the heart the human behind them, 
they are responsible for their actions, yes. And if their actions are unkind or unhealthy, that's not okay. But we are responsible for our actions too. And we can demonstrate empathy, compassion, and active listening, even when they're being unkind or even when we disagree, even when they're acting out. We can be slow to speak and slow to jump into our own defense. We can look people in the eyes and try to truly understand what's underneath it all. We can treat people like we'd treat them if they were a small, innocent child just seeking to have a place in this world. I'm telling you, this practice, this posture, could literally transform your heart and your relationships. It could soften interactions with difficult people so much to where they soften toward you too. It is a practice that I believe we should all be trying to implement in our relationships every single day. Thanks for sitting a while with me today. I trust that seeing the inner child in another person and in yourself too will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. It's so good to be back here on the podcast with you. Here's a couple of ways you can support the podcast as we move forward. Number one, you can follow, rate, and review the show. On some platforms, the language is not follow, but subscribe. Either one is really helpful and it helps the podcast to be more visible so more people can find and listen too. Number two, you can choose to become a monthly supporter by giving 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month. And you can end that at any time. Just like anything, the podcast requires the monies to keep it going, so any amount helps. Thank you so, so much for all your listening and your support and your kindness. It helps keep me going. If you're a new listener and have started closer to the beginning, there are some resources I had available back then that I announced on the podcast that are no longer live, like a relationship quiz, for example. So I'm sorry about that confusion, but you can always reach out on Instagram to check if those things are still available if you can't find them, or email me at info at karafabacher.com. So speaking of Instagram, come follow me on Instagram at Kara Fabacher. That's K-E-R-R-A-H-F-A-B-A-C-H-E-R. All right, enough of all that. To finish up, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my website, karafabacher.com. And a big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for creating our music for the show and the team at Wildfire Creative Co. for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.